so that kind of led me to just getting really curious with my body, figuring out, okay, I'm eating healthy, but am I eating the right foods? Am I doing the right things? Am I stressing too much? Am I not sleeping enough? Like all of these things that I knew I should be doing and I thought I was doing, but I wasn't doing intentionally to get pregnant. Welcome to the Let's Start Health podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Haynes. We live in a noisy world, and this space is intended to bring you clarity, enrich your bank of wellness knowledge, and inspire you to kickstart your journey to healing body, mind, and soul. I'll be interviewing industry professionals and bringing you raw, real, and personal stories of healing through gut health, intuitive eating, and the power of the abundance mindset. Thank you so much for tuning in and getting curious. Your journey to healing starts now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Start Health. I'm your host, Chelsea Haynes. I'm a gut health coach specializing in helping you harness your intuition through the power of gut health and the abundance mindset. You guys, I am buzzing after this recording with my friend Kayla. We talk all about optimal health for conception. Now, this is near and dear to my heart because a few of my best friends are going through this exact journey, and I just see and feel the struggle and the pain. I can understand very deeply what it must be like to feel so frustrated and lost in this ability or inability to conceive. This innate desire to be a mother is so, so deep. And though I do not have children yet, I really can feel what it might be like to go through this journey of conception. I am so excited to share with you today. Coach Kayla is an infertility coach specializing in hormones and using food as medicine to create the optimal health for your body to conceive. It is inspiring. She shares her own personal journey of struggling for years in trying to get pregnant and then watching magic unfold in only six months time. So if you are on a journey right now to becoming a mother or desiring to become a mother, this episode is for you. She shares exact tips and tricks on how to manage stress that you might be experiencing at the moment, some little baby steps that you can take to start implementing foods that could help lead you towards optimal health for conception, and what foods to eliminate right now, definitely, to help lead you in that right direction. Kayla, if you're listening to this, I'm so grateful for you, and I'm so excited for our conversation together. And to all my listeners today, bless your journey. I really deeply trust in divine timing and offering to you today that you can as well. So thank you so much. May this episode be of service, and please enjoy. I am so honored and grateful to have you here with me today for another episode of Let's Start Health Podcast. And everything that you do is really just very pertinent to many of the women that I am dear friends with right now. So I'm so grateful to talk to you. And I'd love to hand the microphone over and just ask if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit of your personal story and maybe what brought you to what you're doing now. 
Yeah, thank you, Chelsea. I am honored to be here. I really appreciate you allowing me to come on your show. So thank you so much. And to tell you a little bit about my story. So I, I don't know if your listeners know, but I'm a health and wellness coach and I focus on infertility and hormones. And how that all started was, you know, I, I, we, I struggled with infertility for many years. I, you know, I went to doctors, I went to, to fertility clinics, and, and I just couldn't get pregnant. And we couldn't figure out why. And nobody could tell us why. And, you know, it was really funny, too, because, you know, I did what most women do. I got married. We were we wanted to start a family. We thought it would be easy. I was super healthy. I've, I've been in the nutrition world for a long time, and, and I just couldn't understand why I wasn't getting pregnant. Um, and so as I was you know, meeting with all these doctors and doing, they were suggesting fertility drugs and doing all these, you know, you need to do IUI, you need to have IVF, all these things. And. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm a healthy woman. I, I should be able to get pregnant. Like, I don't understand why this isn't working. And so that's when I said, you know, before I dive into that medical realm, which I, 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 you know, I've always been into holistic nutrition, so I didn't really want to go that route. I said, let me see if I can do something to my own body and, and see if I can get pregnant naturally and reverse this infertility diagnosis you know, just by things that are in my kitchen, like there's got to be a better way. And if anybody can figure it out, it's me because I know nutrition. So, <laughs> um, so that kind of led me to just getting really curious with my body, figuring out, okay, I'm eating healthy, but am I eating the right foods? Am I doing the right things? Am I stressing too much? Am I not sleeping enough? Like all of these things that I knew I should be doing and I thought I was doing, but I wasn't doing intentionally to get pregnant. And so that journey kind of led me into finding HCI, which is where I ended up getting certified through. And I said, you know, now that I'm learning all this stuff about my body, I want to take it one step further and I want to become certified so I can help other women. Amazing. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing that. And you hit on a couple points there that I'd, I'd love just to kind of dig just a little bit deeper. And out of curiosity, I'm sure... You know, you mentioned feeling like, you know, I'm this healthy woman. I should be able to get pregnant. I would imagine that that would lead down thoughts and feelings of shame or guilt. Is that true? Oh, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why frustration and being mad at myself. Like, mm. why can I do this? All of those things. Yeah. And it's amazing when we start going down that spiral of, low vibrational emotions, then we know cognitively that that doesn't help the situation, mm -hmm. <laughs> but we can't seem to do anything about it. So one really amazing thing that you said that is really so important and something that I also talk with to my clients, and I'm sure, you, you know, this is important for you, of course, is that you got curious. Mm -hmm. You got really curious about all of the things that you were doing and trying to really zoom out and look at it from an intentional perspective. Exactly. Mm -hmm. oh, it kind of gives me yeah. chills. Right? I know. <laughs> Just let that sit for a minute. You know, it's amazing when we go down any journey in life, and I have found this with many other people that I have talked to or interviewed, and we feel like we're doing all the things, right? I'm eating healthy. I'm, I'm, 
going to doctors. I, I should know this. I know this information in my mind, but maybe there's a missing link. And I think that intentional curiosity without judgment seems to be a pattern, this missing link that when we start zooming out with that intention, it's amazing what can happen. So may mm -hmm. I ask you, how long were you guys trying to get pregnant? Oh, many years, probably like three, four, five years. It was a long time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and I love that you said that about being intentional because that's exactly what I teach my clients. It's not just about eating healthy. It's eating intentionally to get pregnant. It's a big difference. Mm. And of course, you know, it, it seems logical when we say, you know, what's healthy for one person might not be healthy for another person. However, we seem to be so ingrained in this mindset that there are good and bad foods, healthy versus not healthy foods. Now, sure, we can maybe categorize certain foods into maybe higher vibe versus lower vibe. However, it's really important, and maybe you can touch on this, to speak about not only intentionally to get pregnant, but intentionally for your body to get pregnant. Exactly. Yes. Everybody is different, just like what you just said. And certain foods that are healthy for some might not be healthy for others. And I find that a lot. You know, one of the things I start my clients with and what we do in, you know, in HCI is I always start with a detox to figure out what foods work with your body, what foods are gonna give you energy, what foods are gonna take energy away, and what foods are gonna put you into that optimal state for conception. And for anyone who's listening, who's unaware of what HCI is, it's the Health Coach Institute. And it's amazing because both Kayla and I were certified through the Health Coach Institute. And I too also start with this few week cleanse, a reset, a gut health reset cleanse. And for me, it's a little bit more of a journey to harnessing your intuition. But I'm finding that really until we start letting go of the things that are creating stress, that are creating inflammation in our body, we can't see clearly. I've been saying lately, like, it seems like, or I feel like I have this cataract on my third eye. I need to like <laughs> clear myself out so I can see and I can feel clearly. Mm -hmm. So how long, you know, once you started getting curious, you know, from kind of that moment or maybe even before them, what was the moment for you that you were like, you know what, I want to try something differently. Was there like a moment where you were just like, I'm done with this, you know, it's been years now, we've been trying all the things. <laughs> yeah, I think it was when they suggested that we do IVF and mm -hmm. I just thought I cannot do that. And it was after I had been on fertility drugs for, I think I took like five or six cycles of those. And, and just as I was studying nutrition, learning how bad those drugs are for my body and how they're almost doing the opposite of what I want them to do. So I think it was when that was suggested, you need to do IVF. I said, no, I I'm going to take it into my own hands now. And mm -hmm. I knew IVF would always be there if I needed it, but I was going to try a more holistic way first. Mm. So can you touch maybe for just one more moment on that, that feeling? It sounds like it was a really innate, immediate gut feeling, yeah. like, like a gut reaction. Yeah. Well, I remember sitting outside on our patio with my husband and just crying, like, I don't know what to do. I just... You know, I, I know in my gut, I knew I did not want to do IVF, you know, I just knew. So I think it was in that moment sitting there with him and just crying and weighing my options that I just said, wait a minute, 
there, there is a better way. Like I know nutrition, I know my body, I can figure this out. And that's exactly what I did. It gives me chills again, just yes. thinking about that moment, <laughs> right? It's, it's just this moment of clarity of yes. almost just one of my other guests, she had a similar moment in a very different circumstance, but she said, I really just fell to my knees and I prayed for the first time and I cried and I really just got to that raw moment of like, mm-hmm. what else is there? There must be another way. So exactly. I mean, I'm sure our listeners are dying to know did you end up getting pregnant? I did. Yay! Not, uh, no, <laughs> not once, but twice. So now I wow. have two healthy baby boys. They're three and six. Yes. And I, I could not be happier. I mean, oh I, I've God. wanted to be a mom since I was a little kid. And the thought of not being able to be a mom was just devastating. So the fact mm-hmm. that I was able to twice, it's just, I couldn't have asked for anything more. Congratulations. Thank you. And how long did it take you to conceive that first baby boy? So <laughs> once we, I figured this out and I was able to kind of start healing my body from within, it took about six months. It was mm. fast. Wow. So that's what I tell all my clients, like, just look at this other way of doing things. You know, the doctors and the medicine, all that will be there if this doesn't work. But what if this does work? And it does work. Because I help thousands of women, you know, around the world with this. So just look at it from a different perspective and try this other option. Amazing. And I love that. What if it does work? I think so often we lean into that, well, what if this doesn't work? It's like, well, we have plan B that we can lean Mm -hmm. into. We have other options that we can lean into if it doesn't work. But what if it does? Exactly. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing your personal journey. I mean, I really, I feel invested in it and I'm sure anybody listening as well. I'm sure there are so many women who can relate to so many of the emotional turmoils and ups and downs that come with the attempt of wanting to fulfill this long time, lifelong dream of being a mom. So thank you for that. And I'd love to shift a little bit now, if you don't mind. And talk a little bit about your expertise. And I'd love to ask you to share a little bit about your experience and maybe your perspective with the Western approach to fertility. And specifically, are there any patterns that you have started to see in today's world regarding women's health and their ability to conceive? Yeah. You know, a lot of times I find that Western medicine, like I said, is very treating the symptoms kind of, you know, they, you go in and you say, I can't get pregnant and they start treating symptoms. Whereas Mm. what I do is I want to get down to that root cause. And I'm sure you do the same working in gut health. Like, let's see Mm. what is causing you not to get pregnant. Is your gut out of balance? Are your hormones out of balance? Is your, you know, digestion is your immune system off like what is causing this block and let's get down to that root cause and let's heal that so that it opens you up and you start to become pregnant you you are in that optimal state for conception like i said before mm, i love that so i personally have had psoriasis almost mm. like since high since high school so this 
and I too have gone a holistic route, but that for me was always my gut instinct as well was let's get to the root cause of this. I could treat these symptoms with these steroid creams forever, but they're just going to come back with a vengeance if I ever want to get off of them. And, you know, I, and it's very, I think important to note that I very much believe in Western medicine very, very much when it comes to acute care and, you know, broken bones. Mm-hmm. And you know, when, when you, when, <laughs> when you think about where Western modern medicine came from really was the battlefield. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have a broken bone, I need surgery. I'm having an emergency situation. I need to go to the hospital 100%. You know, I need a round of antibiotics and I always say, bless that medicine. If it is saving your life, it is, if it is helping you get up every day and function in the way that you want to relate to yourself in the world, bless that medicine. And maybe there's something more, maybe we can get curious, maybe we can zoom out and look at this from a bigger picture perspective. So I love that your approach is really doing exactly that, diving into the root cause, you know, and there might not be one specific reason. That's something I have found too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. It's looking at the body as a whole and treating it you know, as a whole, all the symptoms that might be causing you not to get pregnant and healing those issues. So the symptoms go away and then you get pregnant. Absolutely. You know, I, I've, I heard one of my friends recently who's a board certified nurse, she said, you know, in the hospital, we are trained to bring patients to a place of stable. Mm-hmm. And if we want to see thriving and healing, that can't happen in that type of environment. So yeah, this is, this is really exciting to see, like you said, this holistic wave of people that are really following the understanding that we are more than just A plus B equals C. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned working with women in, in, you know, in looking at your website and your LinkedIn profile, specifically women who are frustrated with traditional medicine. And you mentioned it in your personal story as well. So could you expand a little bit on this frustration? Like what might a woman be experiencing when she contacts you for help? Yeah, I think it's just that feeling of she's fed up. Like she, she's tired of, of doing all these things that are not working and she needs another option. And, you know, one thing that I really work on too, um, you know, is, is helping to dive into that stress, helping her manage and eliminate some of the stress that she's experiencing. Um, you know, I work with her on different breathing exercises and, and really getting in tune with herself and, and different meditation practices and, and learning to just be instead of doing, 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 which I feel like we all do. Um, mm-hmm. And so some of these things are just really helping her to become one with herself, really diving into that mind-body connection. So she starts to feel less frustrated and, and less overwhelmed. And she can actually focus on the task at hand, which is getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. Something that just came through for me is that it almost seems like this is preparation, right? If we were to zoom out and look at this from from a divine perspective, right? That which is greater than us. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the body truly knows when it's ready to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And this preparation is not only just to get pregnant, but it seems like this stress management, this 
understanding of how to be less overwhelmed, less frustrated, I'm sure carries over into motherhood. Can you speak on that a Definitely. little bit? Definitely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is so important because, I mean, once you do get pregnant and those babies come, it is like nonstop, zero to 1,000. And it's <laughs> so fun and so fulfilling, but very stressful and overwhelming. And if you don't have those tools in place before you get pregnant, it, it's just like a snowball effect. So yes, my clients, and that's what I try to do too, is when I work with somebody to get pregnant, I also work with them through their pregnancy, you know, nourishing themselves from within to keep that baby healthy and thriving in their womb. And then to, once they have the baby so that they can breastfeed and they can be the best mother that they can. So yes, it is so important to get these techniques in place before she gets pregnant. I really just, I, I'm feeling called just to share. I really, if, if you're listening to this and you're experiencing this right now and you're in the trenches and you're in the frustration, I would love just to offer you this little reframe that maybe the, that which is greater than us, your gut, your spirit, your soul, the God of your understanding is sharing that maybe there's some tools that you need to learn first. Yeah. <laughs> because if you were to get pregnant right now, it would be really big overwhelm and really big changes on the other side if these were not to, you know, if this, everything you're learning right now were not to come into your life right now, right? So everything mm -hmm. happens truly in divine timing and settling into that and, and really trusting that. Mm, it's really, that. It's, <laughs> it's really cool to think about. So this, fr this frustration, this stress, right? I'm sure that as we mentioned earlier, it's sort of this vicious cycle, right? It's, mm -hmm. I, I feel even in myself in managing, holistically managing an autoimmune disease, when I start to feel frustrated and stressed, it flares up. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm sure that managing these stressors in life is extremely important. Do you have any maybe like top tools or tricks or trip, um, tips or tricks for any of our listeners today that they can start implementing right now for that day in, day in and day out stress management? Yeah, the most important one is self-care. You have mm -hmm. got to take time for yourself. And I know, especially as a busy woman, a working woman, you know, maybe you have kids and you're trying for a second or, you know, you're doing all this fertility stuff and it just is it, like we said earlier, it's so overwhelming and stressful that you have to take that time for self care. And self care doesn't mean like doing the laundry or, you know, cleaning <laughs> your bathrooms. It means actually doing something that you love that is just for you. So maybe that's reading your favorite book or going for a walk or going to get your nails and toes done if you like to be pampered. Something that's just for you that you can sit, relax, and enjoy. Mm. I love that. And I also have seen this wave kind of in the world that we hang out in of self-development and self-care. And I've seen a rise of the importance of solitude and alone time and carving out that sacred space whenever, whatever time of day that works for you. For some people, it's part of their morning routine. For some people, it's their wind down routine at night, or maybe it's midday during their lunch break and they just, you know, someone just goes and loves to sit in their vehicle and listen to a guided meditation at lunch. But that importance of alone time and 
I can also imagine that God willing, I will have a baby one day at right now. I don't, but when you, your heart is outside of your body, it's very rare that you have alone time. I'm sure. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So implementing this practice, even before the baby comes, even just to have little glimpses of this solitude, this self-reflection, this moment of just being like what Mm -hmm. you said earlier, just being. Mm. Mm. Yeah. One thing that I love to do, and I've done this my whole life, you know, I'm a morning person. So I will get up before the family gets up, maybe around 5 a.m. on the weekends. And I go and I just sit on my back porch. I get my coffee and I just sit and I pray and I watch the sunrise and I reflect. And it's my most favorite time of the morning. Mm, I just like, I just joined you (laughs) (laughs) and it's so much more than just adding another thing to your to-do list, right? Because I do think self-care can become that, right? Right. Oh, I have another thing to do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for that insight and and sharing your personal self-care too. I think it's... We can all relate yes. <laughs> to wanting to fill that time with doing more. Oh, this is the great opportunity to check my Instagram or respond to messages or do the laundry or clean the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So taking another step forward together here, of course, being a health and mindset coach myself, I really understand the importance of operating from this baseline of abundance, right? I like to call Mm -hmm. it the abundance mindset. And I wanted to ask you, have you personally witnessed a scarcity or maybe fear-based mindset that goes deeper than just stress? And if you have witnessed this in some of your clients, have you seen it shift into an abundance mindset through your work together? And how has this affected one's overall ability to conceive naturally? Yeah, I mean, I think mindset is everything. And and I love the saying, and you might remember this from school, but the saying that says beliefs create experience and experience mm. confirms beliefs. Mm. And I, that's just saying that your mindset is going to create your reality. So it's the law of attraction. So it's like, mm. what is your come from? Are you coming from that place of, I can't get pregnant. I'm never going to get pregnant. Nothing ever works for me. I don't understand like all this negative Mm self-talk and that's what your brain is hearing. So that's the reality that you're creating. And and sometimes enough self-talk like negative self-talk can create blocks in you where your body's like, I'm not going to bring life here. This is an unsafe place. Like it's, it's so negative and so stressful. Whereas if you can say, you know, if your brain is really hearing, my body is strong, I'm going to be a wonderful mom, this is going to work, I'm open to the possibility of this working, then everything starts to shift and those blocks start to release and then you can become pregnant. So it's all related to mindset and coming from that place of abundance. Mm, It's sort of like what we mentioned earlier. It's focusing on that, well, what if this does work? Mm -hmm. Right. So if, if you're listening to this and you're kind of thinking, what the heck are these women talking about? <laughs> like, I am in it right now. Like, how can I even possibly begin to think of the possibility of getting pregnant? It's been years. I'm frustrated. I'm sad. 
you know, what, what might you recommend for someone who's really struggling to hold on to the positivity right now? Yeah, you know, it's really about unpacking those beliefs and, and really looking at the core, like, you know, why am I feeling like this? Let's let this go. I know things might not have worked in the past, but like we said earlier, this is the future. We're moving into the future of new possibilities. And what if this does work? Let's be open to that. Let's let that come in and breathe those possibilities in. And, and that's just going to shift our come from. And so that's going to be our new reality. Amazing. I just listened to one of my teachers throughout the years. Her name is Sean Korn. And I just really believe in a lot of the work that she's doing around trauma and healing. And I think it's important to remember that if our mindset is sort of stuck in this I guess what I would call like a negative loop, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're just kind of stuck in it. It's important to eject a little compassion into that because that, that loop is coming from somewhere. Like you said, unpacking those beliefs. It's coming from a belief that you picked up along the way somewhere and maybe it's no longer working for you. So there's a couple good questions that I really love. And I got this from Sean and really just asking either having a friend or a mentor or a coach ask you or looking at yourself in the mirror and really asking, how are you? Like, mm. how are you really? I love that. Right? How is your life? How are your relationships? How are you internally? Like, what is going on? And then the second question is, how willing are you to let go of the narratives that are going on inside your mind? How willing are you to zoom out and get curious? Really important here, especially to how willing are you to take accountability? Mm. Right. So have you seen that in your practice as well? Maybe a little bit of this resistance because of guilt or shame or whatever beliefs we grew up with that we are a victim to our circumstances. Yeah. You know, I have my clients do an exercise and, and you might remember this one too, but it's the I am exercise. So it's mm. just really, who are you? Who do you want to be? Who deep down inside do you know that you truly are? That's what I want you to tell yourself. I am powerful. I am confident. I am smart. I am capable. What are you? Let's tell ourselves that on a daily basis to unpack those beliefs to release them and to create this new reality, like I said earlier. Absolutely. And you already kind of answered my next question a little bit, but it's, I think it's really important to hear it again. You know, what could happen if someone were to stay stuck in this scarcity or fear-based mindset, right? How may it affect one's ability to conceive? Yeah, I mean, it can create a block in you where your mm. body is in this stressed state. It's the flight or fight. It's making cortisol and it's saying, I'm not going, I'm not open to creating life because this is an unsafe environment. Like it doesn't even make sense that you would be able to get pregnant in that state. So releasing mm. all of that and being open and, you know, your nutrition is right and your mindset is right and your, your stress is low, you're sleeping wonderfully. All of that connected together is what opens you up to getting pregnant. 
Yeah. And you just also hit a really great point is that there's actually a physiological side to it as well. Like if you are constantly in this sympathetic nervous response of fight, flight, or freeze, Mm -hmm. like you said, the cortisol, the adrenaline, your body is physically not digesting your food. You are unable to heal deeply because you're not sleeping deeply. I mean, your body is not an optimal state for even your own well-being. Exactly. And You know, if the three basic, basic needs of human nature is to be loved, to be accepted, and first and foremost, to be safe, I can't imagine, you know, a soul would want to come into that environment that just like what you said, this isn't safe. Mm -hmm. Exactly. There was a lot there. So thank you for that. And, you know, talking about the physiological side of things now. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about the emotional, the spiritual, the psychological, as far as the functional nutrition side of things, you know, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that we can use food as medicine, especially in relation to fertility. And how might one go about learning about this option or maybe transitioning into this approach? Yeah. So, you know, as I said earlier, I have studied nutrition for years. You know, I've, I've read books and blogs and articles and went back to school to be certified. And, and you know, people have been using food as medicine for thousands of years. Like our ancestors used it. And it's just only today has it evolved into, you know, we're all so busy. So it's the processed food and the packaged foods and the GMOs and all of these things. Um, And so it's really just getting back to that basic food, whole food nutrition to heal the body from within and to thrive, not just survive. So, you know, what I teach my clients is just taking little baby steps. Like what is one thing that you can change today that's going to move you to more whole food nutrition? Is that making breakfast at home instead of grabbing McDonald's on your way to work? Is that packing your lunch? Is that not visiting the candy machine after, you know, at three o'clock? What is that one little thing that you can do today that's going to move you towards that whole food nutrition? And then the next day, do another thing. And then before you know it, you're eating all whole food nutrition and you're no longer eating the packaged stuff. I love that because it really can feel yes. overwhelming, <laughs> <laughs> especially with the, all of the information that's available to us. I mean, even as you know, you and I are trained in this, we've learned this, we've studied it. Even, even then I still feel overwhelmed yeah. at times. <laughs> so understanding that each person's body is very unique and that it's important that if you're on this journey, of course, to fertility, to seek counsel from your coach, your doctors, your people, you know, it's, it's important to rally the troops, right? So this is not meant to be diagnostic advice that you're hearing here. And, you know, based on your expertise, Kayla, are there maybe three to five foods or even just one or two that you could recommend one might begin to yeah, implement specifically so the into their fats. diet for an optimal you state for conception sure or is that even a thing? Quality fats. Fat is going to fuel your brain. So you personally being healthy, it's going to fuel your baby's brain once you do get pregnant and it's going to put your body into that optimal state for conception. So high quality fats, avocados, fatty fish, nuts and seeds, olive oils, all of those things. And you don't have to have a lot. It's one to three tablespoons at a couple meals, which is so easy to get. 
And fat is so delicious that you will be more satisfied with your meals if you add mm. that. <laughs> yes. One easy trick that I always do, even personally for myself, once I learned that mm -hmm. I needed to start eating <laughs> healthy fats, I thought, oh, this is amazing. Like the floodgates have been open. But to make sure that I'm doing it right, I really mm -mm. just, I, I no longer use, I definitely don't use boxed sauces or salad dressings that are mm -hmm. come in a container, but simply just adding olive oil to almost everything. I'm definitely, I, I prefer like moist mm -hmm. foods. You know, some people prefer dry foods. I really like sauces. I'm a condiment person, but yeah. shifting into something that's a better option for me is just add olive oil. And then I've, I, for me, it's mm -hmm. been great. I feel like I get everything that I need out of it. I feel satisfied. I really recommend, you know, adding some fiber rich foods to your diet. Uh, and then the third thing is fermented foods, you know, trying to do your kombuchas and your sauerkraut pickles. And as you know, fermented foods is wonderful for the gut, feeding that good bacteria and everything kind of starts in the gut. So if you have a happy gut, then you're open to getting pregnant and your whole body is running more efficiently. Amen. I love Mason exactly. fermented foods. It's kind of that easy way to get a, a prebiotic in your gut mm -hmm. or, you know, to help with the breakdown of the food that you're eating and it, and they're delicious. So I, I, I would love to add to that is definitely making sure that it's like a good quality and I have found mm -hmm. some really amazing yeah. local um, sauerkrauts and kimchi in my grocery store. And they're made yes. locally and they're yes. delicious. Um, yeah, so that's really exciting. I love fermented foods. So on the opposite spectrum, are there any foods that one might want to really avoid or eliminate? Anything that comes from a package. So really getting curious and trying to eat whole food nutrition. But if you do eat something that comes from a package, like if you just have to, making sure you're reading those ingredients. Is there ingredients in there that are harmful, that are almost poisonous to your body? Making sure that you're not eating, you know, the colors and the vegetable oils and the, you know, processed hydrogenated oils and the GMOs and all of those things that come in packaged foods. So if number one thing, eliminating those processed packaged foods. The next thing is sugar, which I'm sure so many people, you hear it all the time. Sugar is so bad for you. But people don't realize how bad. I mean, it is just this vicious cycle because you become mm -hmm. addicted to it. And then your body's craving it and then your insulin gets off and that's, you know, your PCO, you can get PCOS and all of these things stem from sugar. So eliminating sugar from your diet is, is the number two thing that I recommend all my clients do. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the third thing, which I touched on a little bit was vegetable oil. People don't realize how bad vegetable mm -hmm. oil is for you. Like it literally goes into your brain and creates like corrupts your brain corrupts your mm -hmm. gut and it's it, you don't hear about vegetable oil as much but it is just as bad for you as sugar all of avocado and coconut are probably the three safe oils and then the mm. you know canola oil or if it just says vegetable oil on the package mm. corn oil a lot of times those are made from gmos which is genetically modified organisms so it's not even real food which really mm -hmm. annoys me that it's called vegetable when it's not made out of vegetables. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. It can be really confusing, right? It's like, but this is made out of vegetables. Aren't those good mm -hmm. for me? So yeah, that's really important and good 
clarification there. So thank you so much. And just to touch on the sugar thing real quick, not only it's exactly. how, like how bad it is for us, but how much we actually consume every day is mind boggling. Right. So, so thank you so much for that. I think that is a, a couple really, really mm-hmm. great things that you can start to, like you said, making those first few baby steps towards that whole food nutrition. I think there's some really great um, information there. So have you seen that the shift from traditional methods to a more natural approach could be challenging for somebody? It's way easier to continue to eat the way that you always have. But, you know, that means you're going to get the same results that you've always gotten. So why Mm. not really dig in and think, why am I doing this? Mm. Because I want different results. So, you know, a lot of times I'll talk to my clients about their why. Like if their why is not big enough, it's very hard to change their habits. But once they get that why and they're like, yes, this time is going to be different. Like this time I want to see dramatic results. I want to get pregnant and have that family that I've always wanted then they'll, they're more open to doing things differently. And, you know, it's not going to be easy. But as I said earlier, if you just do Mm. one small step every single day, that's going to move you forward, then the reward is going to be so worth it. Yeah. So it sounds a lot of that unpacking of those sort of subconscious self-sabotaging beliefs that, you know, again, Mm -hmm. bless those things because they have been your defense mechanism for protection your whole life (laughs) and maybe they're no longer working for you maybe so getting curious and figuring out your why (laughs) that deep motivating factor big motivating factor right (laughs) amazing so i have written a couple of cookbooks that are free on my website please and they're all surrounding what meals you can start making today that are going to put your body into the optimal state for conception or just for health if you're just wanting to be healthy. So the two free cookbooks and I have a master class where I dive in way deeper on all of these topics that we talked about today. So to get all of that, they just have to go to hormonepuzzle.com. They can go there. They can also find me on my website, which is Kayla. And Kayla is K-E-L-A healthcoach.com. I'm on Facebook at Kayla Health Coach, Instagram at Kayla underscore health coach, and LinkedIn at Kayla Robinson Smith. And I will definitely be sure yeah. to link all of these in the <laughs> podcast notes because heck yeah, some free cookbooks, sign me up, a masterclass. And then also I just love, you know, connecting with each other through I love what social media has done to be able to really right. allow us to like touch the people that we want to, you know what I mean? It's like letting mm-hmm. each other into our, each other's worlds through Instagram or Facebook and LinkedIn. I just think it's so cool. So I'd love just to round out today's talk. Yeah, with just it means to me that you what look and feel your best at really any age you, Kayla? and that your body and your mind are working together the way that they were intended to. I love that. The way that they yes. were intended to. So beautiful. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I am so deeply grateful for you. I wanted to take a quick moment to give you, my community of listeners, some genuine appreciation. I know how valuable and precious our time is in today's world of productivity, and I couldn't be more grateful for yours today. 
If you feel that this episode was of value to you, I would be even more grateful if you were to share it with your people. Go ahead and copy and paste that link into messages. Smartphones make it super easy these days. Or if you're feeling really creative, pop a screenshot of the episode into your Instagram stories and send it on over to that person in your life who might need this boost of inspiration today. Don't forget to tag the podcast handle Let's Start Health and my personal account, The Yogi Yachty, so we can have all the fun connecting, building community, and sharing all the things. Thank you again, and remember, be curious and unwavering on this journey to health.